which is Repossessions Private Property Towing Services. Mark's been doing repossessions for 30 years, gets the job done safely and securely, and preferred also buys older vintage cars from the 60s and 70s. Call for a fair offer today. Call Preferred Towing, 401-725-8500, 401-725-8500, or online at preferredrecovery.com, as well as on Facebook. Call them, Preferred Towing. I'll tell you, Mark is the real deal. We had, um, during the course of the protest, he would be out and uh, several times. He was right there. And here's the thing, folks. Here's what I want you to know about preferred towing and recovery. Now, think of this. I was in the middle of the hood, and it was getting a little dicey. And we had kind of maybe taken a wrong turn. And um, and then all of a sudden, I was saying, you know, this is a time you almost need like someone to, almost like I dream a genie where suddenly you need something to appear. And suddenly, boom, there he was. Mark from preferred towing was right there. One, are you okay? Do you need a ride? I'll tell you, folks, that's how reliable the guy is. Preferred Towing. They specialize in towing, transport, asset recovery, and private property towing services. Call them 401-725-8500. 401-725-8500. And also, they'll buy older vintage cars from the 60s and 70s. Maybe one that's been sitting in your garage. Call for a fair offer today. Preferred Towing. 401-725-8500. I want to say good afternoon to everyone tuning in. On Facebook Live, we do do a Facebook Live at this time, and um, we have a very uh, special, um, well, next hour, you'll hear politics this week with Justin Katz. This hour, though, going to give you the latest. There's already been a lot of news today, obviously, and uh, starting with everything with the president, and there's some really interesting information online on why the U.K. is going into lockdown. It is because things are happening. But on top of that, if you are a Trump supporter, and I have a feeling many of you are going to want this, um, let me get him on the phone. But right now, there is a sale, and I love it. The call It's called It's Not Over. Trump 2020 items. Buy one, get two free. All other items, buy one, get one free. And they're all at the New England for Trump locations. Plus... Now they have, visit fireworksri.com. How about New Year's Eve fireworks? And you can get 20% off. Let me get um, Keith on the line, though. Keith of the uh, Trump stores, just to get an update, if we can, regarding this is major, this uh, Trump sale and then also the fireworks as well. Is that you, Keith? All right. There he is. Folks, joining us on the line right now is our friend Keith from the Trump New England stores. Uh, good, good afternoon, Keith. Good afternoon, John. How are you? I'm very good. Hey, this is uh, number one, a tremendous sale. And folks, we're going to be making appearances uh, all this week at some of the locations. The savings are incredible. Plus, you have the fireworks. So I want to take a minute just to have you on and to kind of clarify some of the things that are available right now for all the Trump supporters. Yes, so all of our stores are all currently open, and we're basically doing a buy one, get one free on everything in the store. And any item that is uh, Trump 2020 is buy one, get two free. Plus, we have uh, racks. We have uh, $5 T-shirt racks and other blowout sales for, you know, different various items. I know a lot of people like those uh, light-up uh, big lawn ornaments that we have that are uh, the, the Trump blow-up that lights up at night. Yes. And uh, those. Those were like 120. We got them down to 69 dollars right now. And wow! The sale is buy one get one free. So come on in and and uh, get your neighbors uh, to be to be jolly this year. <laughs> I love that. <clears throat> now, Keith, let's roll through the different locations. Now you have a great one. Well, you tell me what are the locations you want to pump. So we have our location in the uh, airport plaza. Yeah. And that location is, is probably the the biggest, highest stock location that we have. Okay. Uh, and that's 1800 Post Road and Work. Yeah, right in the airport plaza, folks. Right in the airport plaza. And that is such a great location. Uh, kind of across the street from now where Hooters has reopened. But right in that airport plaza, you can see it as you're going by. Not far from the Inn and Hope location where they had the big honking wave. So the Warwick location, that is right, folks, right at Airport Plaza by the Warwick. 
TF Green, centrally located, Trump location. That's We'll call that location number one. Where else? Number two. Yep. Number two is uh, we have a location in North Providence. That's 2067 Mineral Spring Avenue. Yep. Uh, which is basically a little bit farther toward Johnson from the uh, North Providence High School. It is. Folks, it's more down as you're getting into what they call Centerdale. It's at the end of Mineral Spring. As you're coming down Mineral Spring, it's on the right-hand side. We've been there a couple times. Good crowd. Very easy to get to off of 295 or 146. So the Trump store, Mineral Spring Avenue in North Providence. All right, where else, Keith? We also have the 566 Putnam Pike in Smithfield, Rhode Island. Yep. Folks, and that is, again, yeah, really easy to get to. Right off of 295, and then you just go past where the big uh, Home Depot is and so forth. You go straight, and then it's it's right on the left-hand side. You can't miss it um, right near where that restaurant is before you get too far in. But it's right there in Greenville. That's a very easy location. That's a great store as well, Keith. Yep, that location is right on the intersection of uh, one, Route 116 and Route 44, right where it is, right there. Yep. Okay, and then uh, go ahead. It is 2251 Pawtucket Avenue in East Providence. Yes. Right off of 195. It is. And that's another, folks, great location. It's um, right next door to the car wash. It's about maybe one mile from East Providence High School. Again, it's it's right there in the center of the action. You just take the left and it's right there. That's another great store. Now, on top of this incredible Trump sale, and Keith, by the way, the, the president is calling for all Trump supporters. Huge rally in Washington on Wednesday, January 6th. So, folks, you want to get, this is a great time to still give Trump merchandise for president, uh, for Christmas, excuse me. And then you also, uh, Keith, two of the stores, you have the you have the fireworks that are now available. So, yeah, so essentially what we did was we added in East Providence. Now, that won't happen, I think, until tomorrow. We're going to be okay. bringing over a load of, uh, of the, you know, the Rhode Island legal, like, you know, the sparklers and fireworks. Um, and we're going to add that into that location. And we also have a, a, a full-time fireworks store at 2251 Diamond Hill Road. Yep. Uh, I'm sorry, 1551 Diamond Hill Road, which is essentially across the street from uh, the old Walnut Hill Plaza. Yes. Uh, right on the mass line. And yep. we've had that. Uh, for about a year now. Okay. Well, folks, and again, uh, this afternoon, again, I'm going to do a Facebook Live to promote the Warwick location, to promote the Warwick location. Keith, um, again, keep up the great work. We're going to, again, folks, uh, it's not over. The sales are on. This it makes a great gift. Keith, I'm going to talk to you later today, but great job, and uh, and we'll talk to you later on. I just want to say that at 4 o'clock, we're going to put aside, we're going to have uh, $200 worth of free merchandise for the first 10 people that come in and mention that your, mention your show. Look at that. All right. So the first, how many people? $200 worth free? The first 10 people. 10 people. Aside, you know, 10 people at 4 o'clock. Okay. Yep, 4 o'clock today, work location. All right. Sounds good, Keith. I'll talk to you later, a little bit later on. Folks, that's later today. Again, the uh, the Warwick location, Airport Plaza. You heard him. The first ten people, right at four o'clock. Just pop by wherever you are. Two hundred dollars worth of free Trump merchandise. That is a bargain. It's a bargain at any price, let alone when it's free. So let me actually let me just write that down so I don't forget. The first ten people, ten people at four p.m. in Warwick today. So whatever you're doing. You want to grab something free, $200 worth. And that merchandise, remember, the Trump merchandise is really, really nice. All right, right now, folks, it's 1216. Good afternoon. It's John DePietro. Now, as I mentioned, um, how about uh, just about an hour ago, Attorney uh, Bill Barr, Attorney General Bill Barr, had a press briefing, and a lot of news came out of it. One of the things was the fact that it is now, um, it's hard to believe, but it's been 32 years. 32 years ago was the Pan Am 103, the Lockerbie bombing. Uh, I remember that very well. It's a big day today. I was sitting online for Syracuse University. I went to St. Paul's school with Jimmy McLaughlin. His, there were a lot of American students that were coming back for Christmas. And it was 32 years ago today that his brother, Bernie McLaughlin, who attended St. Paul's School. He was a student at Syracuse, and they were coming back. 
and uh, that uh, terrible Pan Am 103 blew up over Lockerbie, Scotland. And so today they announced that there was actually, they actually went after and indicted the bomb maker today. And as then uh, Bill Barr was there, he actually started um, saying, you know, giving out more news. One of the things he did say, though, was he sees no basis for seizing machines by the federal government. So that obviously makes news. And I know people are um, disappointed about that. He was also asked, do you believe there should be a special counsel appointed to investigate the allegations against Hunter Biden? Bill Barr, I've not seen a reason to appoint a special counsel. I have no plans to do so before I leave. So, you know, folks, it is very frustrating. Um, People feel that there is something in the works. People aren't sure exactly what it is. One of the things that's happening, though, is the you, you can't deny it. The U.K. is on complete shutdown right now. Absolute complete shutdown. The Lockerbie stuff, I find, um, that's uh, really, really interesting. And um, the fact that it, it I, I don't understand the whole thing. It took this long, 32 32 years to then finally get the bomb maker involved with that. I don't, I'm not sure what to make of that or was Barr. One of the things that he had been, they had been working on. Maybe they wanted to do it because of the, the, uh, the anniversary of, um, of a Pan Am 103. If you haven't seen it, there's, there's a lot on it. It's still, um, remarkable how they were able to, track down and get to the root of exactly um, with with what happened with that and obviously a number of um, U.S. planned new criminal charges. Well, they were announced against the third conspirator. But think of that, the 1988 bombing of, of um, Pan Am Flight 103. We'll probably have something on that with our legal expert, Attorney Tim Dodd, but um, the bar did have the press briefing earlier to get in to talk about that. So U.S. is going to charge the Lockerbie terrorist attack. You know, that was um, over the town of Lockerbie. A lot of people were killed just with that plane hitting the ground. Justice Department has announced charges against a Libyan man who constructed the bomb that brought down Pan Am Flight 103, Lockerbie, Scotland, 1988, killing 270 people. Charges were filed against Abu Allah Masudkad Almari 32 years to the day after the attack on the Boeing 747 en route from London to New York in the run-up to Christmas. Attorney General Billar's final acts, he asked to delay the departure one week so he could announce the Lockerbie charges. Um, so it's just... Um, but the the real news that came out of it, I, I think, is just the fact that um, what he announced about the voting machines and also about Hunter Biden. But 32 years ago today, 35 Syracuse students returning from study abroad were killed when a bomb exploded on their plane above Scotland. Oh, my God. You know, as someone that has... um. Killing all 243 passengers, 16 crew, and 11 people were killed on the ground in Lockerbie. The ages range from two months to 82 years from 21 nations. Um, I'm just seeing some other. 32 years ago tonight, I rushed to Lockerbie for the BBC after the bomb on Pan Am Flight 103 killed 259 people on board. Twisted metal everywhere. So sharp it punctured the soles of my shoes. Half a street was flattened. Oh, my goodness. He was a man just tweeting that he was there on that day. That is unimaginable still for the uh, Syracuse parents. I know that for uh, the McLaughlin's, for St. Paul's Parish family, it was uh, brutal. He was a Rhode Islander. Um but that is U.S. announces new criminal charges, the alleged bomb maker. Now, again, I don't know if they – I think they were saying they're not sure they're going to be able to get him. But I want to touch on something um, a little 
closer to home folks. And it has to do with the pause. It has to do with what's going on today. And this portion of the John DePietro Show, folks, is brought to you. Don't forget about our friends at Brothers Disposal, now offering weekly trash collection services. Brothers Disposal. Call them at 401 401- 6880517. Come on, brother. Call Brothers Disposal today. They have weekly trash collection services. Or you can get a purple dumpster for your driveway. Brothers Disposal has these purple dumpsters. And maybe you could have them if you're going to get rid of some unwanted belongings or you're cleaning out your basement or your home. Brothers Disposal. Call them today, 401 6880517. Come on, brother. Called Brothers Disposal for an estimate, and they were also doing weekly trash collection services, 401-688-0517. I am seeing now some people saying they're planning on going to D.C. on um, January 6th is the day. And I want to, uh, folks, obviously I have a little bit of one, it's a little bit of a cold, and I'm trying to get through a little bit of a head cold. Other than that, I... Uh, I feel good. President Trump promised his supporters there's going to be a wild rally in Washington January 6th, the same day that Congress is scheduled to meet to formally finalize the presidential election results. So that's why that is turning out to be a big day. And it is, by the way, that is during the week. It's um, it's not like it's a, a Saturday. That's a, that's a Wednesday. So it, just, it sounds like it's going to be real mayhem. But something I want to touch on, and I want to thank... Uh, David from Kays that who uh, alerted me to this, and he's exactly right. So the pause is over today. Today is Monday, December 21st. And so a number of things, for instance, uh, gyms had been closed, and now uh, gyms are open. Indoor recreation, one per person per 150 square feet. Uh, gyms, one person, 150 square feet. Venues of assembly, 25% capacity, minimum, a uh, maximum of 125. Indoor dining is back to 50% capacity. Early closure, one household per table. But bar areas are still closed. And I don't think enough people know about that. Now, my advice, though, is if you're one of those people... And you own a bar or restaurant. I mean, do what you want, folks. But do you really think someone's going to be going along saying, hey, wait a minute, you're not supposed to be serving anyone there? I don't. I don't think so. I also just saw this. Kathy Gregg, Rhode Island Pension Fund surpasses $9 billion for the first time. The Rhode Island Pension Fund has now surpassed $9 billion. Um, what was the other... Uh, Hold on, there's another story I wanted to just mention. The bar stuff that they're not going to do anything. Uh, um, Hunter Biden or on the elections. See, now it becomes, it's really up to the president. If the president is not going to initiate anything, and for what we understand, there's been a lot of discussions with uh, Sidney Powell and even uh, Rhode Island's own general Mike Flynn at the uh, in the off at the Oval Office. There's been a lot of um, talk about that, but it would certainly seem that if anyone's going to do anything, it's going to have to be the president. How about the governor says all of the 1.2 billion in federal funding? Coronavirus funding has now been spent, according to the governor. All of it has been spent. I also just saw another story Channel 10 has regarding the um, first year of Providence public school turnaround effort. I, I don't know. Was there really a turnaround? Now, casinos in Lincoln and Tiverton have now reopened. I know a lot of people complain about that, um, that they are open. Folks, my advice to you is just don't go. You don't have to go. That's the beauty of that. No one is forcing anyone to go to any of these facilities. If you don't want to go to Twin River, the good news is you don't have to uh, go to Twin River. 
you do not have to. This stuff with um, Attorney General Bill Barr, though, I want to I want to play some of that because that is um, people are very disappointed about that. It did come out during his press briefing earlier, and uh, I know it has some people very disappointed. Um, with the fact that he will not appoint, sees no need for the special prosecutor, no basis for seizing voting machines. I want to get some of the audio of that. Okay, here we go. On fraud, let me just say that, you know, there are fraud in, in, unfortunately, in most elections. I think we're too tolerant of it, and I'm sure there was fraud in this election, but I was commenting on... Uh, the extent to which we had looked at uh, suggestions or allegations of systemic or broad-based fraud that would affect the outcome of the election, and I already spoke to that, and I stand by that statement. But uh, the idea of appointing a special counsel, would you, would you answer a question about whether you believe there's enough there, even with your what you've already said, do you believe there's enough evidence to warrant a special counsel to investigate that, perhaps Sidney Powell or someone else? If I thought a special counsel at this stage was the right tool uh, and was appropriate, I, I would do. I would name one, but I haven't, and I'm not going to. Yes, Sadie. Hi there. Two questions. Again, I want to just hear again, folks. This is Attorney General Bill Barr. I've already commented on uh, fraud. Let me just say that you know there are fraud in. in Unfortunately, in most elections, I think we're too tolerant of it, and I'm sure there was fraud in this election, but I was commenting on uh, the extent to which we had looked at uh, suggestions or allegations of systemic or broad-based fraud that would affect the outcome of the election, and I already spoke to that, and I stand by that statement. But about the idea of appointing a special counsel, would you, would you answer a question about whether you believe there's enough there, even with your what you've already said, do you believe there's enough evidence to warrant a special counsel to investigate that perhaps Sidney Powell or someone else? Well, if I thought a special counsel at this stage was the right tool uh, and was appropriate, I, I would do, I would name one, but I haven't and I'm not going to. So, folks, that's that's pretty significant and not good news. And I also want to I want to address a lot of this email that I've been getting. And again, folks, good afternoon. That is Attorney General Bill Barr. Uh, a lot of people are upset about that. I understand why. But um, something that remember this portion of the program is watch our Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Now, stop in. They have delicious, fresh Italian cookie trays. They have chocolate cream pies, banana cream pies, uh, Tehran, which Ron makes all fresh. All fresh, folks. They make it right there. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Stop in this week. Ron and Melissa. Don't forget, you can still get the Trump Chocolate Donuts. They're located 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. They're right next to uh, AAA in Providence off of Silver Spring Street. Look for them on Facebook. Now, keep in mind, they also have delicious. You want to talk about bring your appetite. Delicious calzones, sausage and peppers. And all kinds, though, of uh, Christmas cookies, so delicious. Stop in and see Ron and Melissa. They want to wish all of their customers a very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Someone was asking me, um, I received a number of email. Folks, remember, if you want to send me an email, go to the website, dipetro.com, and just click on Contact John, dipetro.com, which is sponsored by Allstate Lock. Experts in locking systems, building security, residential, commercial, car keys, security cameras, all state lock. You can also call them at 401-349-0042 and online at allstatelock.com. But you can link right through at the website, tobitro.com. Now, someone was asking me, and I've received email. This is from uh, Lauren, uh, dear Juan, uh, daily listener of the program, love it. You're the only one that seems to tell the real news. Uh, do you think President Trump, if they would look at Rhode Island, as far as the vote in Rhode Island? Uh, I await your answer. Lauren, thank you uh, for that. And um, I will answer it. And the answer is, for, uh, Lauren, unfortunately, the the Rhode Island Republican Party, by and large, other than a few of the reps that we've had on who are trying to challenge the vote total. 
But the Rhode Island Republican Party basically stood down with the results. Um, they haven't done anything. I think I, I mentioned that I think a number of people were surprised by that. I know that there are members of the party that are very disappointed that the party decided not to do anything. I did play last week. We had her on the air after the election. And Chairwoman Susie Yankee, she did a video where she says they're doing a deep dive and asking people to get involved. But to answer your question for um, for people that basically uh, are, are expecting the Trump people to come in and do something in Rhode Island, it was it was really up to the Rhode Island Republican Party to to take the lead in that. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. So, and they decided for different reasons to this point anyway. So, just to to not do any you know do anything with it. Now, again, I will check. That's the last we heard that they were doing a deep dive, and that was at the early part of the month. I haven't seen an email. I know they were trying to raise money through selling these uh, T-shirts that say hypocrite about Governor Raimondo. I'm not sure how many of those are <clears throat> are selling. Um, but I want to, I'm just scanning. I haven't seen anything else about the vote total in Rhode Island. Uh, I did notice that the Nellie Gorbea, her chief of staff, how does he feel about the vote totals? He's running for mayor of Providence. Yes, I'm, I'm just finding on the, um, it was back on this. Here it is. December 1st. So it was 20 days ago that we heard this. It's already been a trying year. Those hoping for a free and fair election that would give us leaders to help us through this crisis would dealt yet another blow on election night. Many Rhode Islanders went to bed on election night thinking they had a new school committee member or state representative. They even thought they had a returning president, only to wake up the next morning to find out they were dead wrong. The way this election transpired has made many people feel angry, confused, and helpless. But the truth is, you are not helpless. In fact, the only person stopping you from helping is you. Right now, we are doing a deep dive into voter data to uncover voter and ballot irregularities. This requires many man hours and funds, both of which we need more of. The 2022 election has already begun. You know, that was um, December 1st. Now, I will contact Sue in all fairness. The name of this was Get in the Game. Um, We haven't heard an update on that. I haven't heard an update. Um. This, the only one that's stopping it is you. Um, I, I don't, that's really not accurate. Um, it would have to be the party that would have to get to the bottom of that whole thing. Folks, again, uh, if you visit the website, topetro.com, brought to you by Operation Made. Remember, encouraging entrepreneurship one veteran at a time. Stop in, uh, you link right through. They're located in Warwick. You can shop right there online in their Facebook page. Every item is made by a veteran. It's Operation Made. So I think um, I think that the movement right now, I think I know people are frustrated. I'm frustrated the way you are. I'm not sure anyone knows what to do about it. Um, yesterday... No reason for special counsel on the election, says Bill Barr. You know, I, I the whole way this thing has been treated, it, I just think is is unfair. The whole way that that it the onus falls on the people to come up with it. But I know people are frustrated. Now, yesterday, four people, four, as in one, two, three, four people went in front of Governor Raimondo's house and were dancing around. And I don't know what that was all about. Um, 
and I'll be honest. I mean, I know someone says, well, at least they're, but, but doing what? What does that accomplish to go to her house on a Sunday and dance around outside with, with four people? And I don't see anything in the journal about it. I don't see anything on Channel 10 about it. I don't see anything like what is that? really doing anything what does it say that only four people i think first of all there's a lot of snow i think there's also a lot of um i think some people are a little hesitant to go to her house as opposed to there's going to be another protest tomorrow for all the wedding planners but um i think a a larger question here that i have and again governor romando press briefing is tomorrow folks i think a larger question is what exactly happened with these testing centers, you know, they set up the testing centers at both Warwick Mall and also Warwick Mall and also at the, the stop and shops. And they had to close them because too many people went. I mean, you think it would be the opposite, right? You think, um, oh, wow, the funeral for Lieutenant Russell Freeman is taking place at St. Kevin's Church in Warwick. Family friends say the long time died last week. So, again, it's restricted on exactly who can go. But I do see that they have a number of people that are that are outside, that are outside. But the thing with the mall, I mean, you, you had a lot of people show up that obviously want to get tested. I think um, this comes down to, and I was mentioning this last hour, of who's deciding where the testing centers are. Who's deciding that? Because I think if the weekend showed us anything, it's that people don't want to go to Providence. You know, all this, and I don't even understand, they even not only had one at the dunk, they have one at the arcade. So I I don't, what what does it tell you that then they open one at Warwick Mall and, you know, the places, uh, there's a line out the door. Even though some people are objecting and they're saying that they shouldn't have had one at the mall because then you're mixing in people who are healthy with uh, people that are just trying to shop and then other people that are going there. So I think um, if they're going to do it, this business of um, Providence and the focus is always on Providence. And I also posted the story. You have some, the Boston Globe has this. There are some local politicians that feel... um, well, I want to play, folks. This is the Channel 12 story. Governor Armando with the pause is now lifted. To get back to business like gyms and indoor sports facilities, just to name a few. 12 News reporter Brandon Truitt spoke to the owner of Max Fitness on how they plan to reopen. He joins us now live from Lincoln with what they had to say. Hey, Brandon. Hey, Pat, you remember when Max Fitness uh, first started all of this three weeks ago and the pause started, they wanted to stay open. They took it all the way to court. I spoke with the owner on the phone today who says they are, in fact, back open with the same exact safety procedures they had before all of this even started. More on them in just a bit. I want to show you a list of the businesses, though, that are opening back up. We're seeing those ease restrictions starting today. So, of course, we know gyms. The indoor dining capacity has increased back to 50%, although masks have to be worn while you're not eating, and it's still one household per table. Indoor recreation sites like bowling alleys, roller skating rinks can reopen as well as venues like concert halls, movie theaters, all of course at limited capacity. Here at Max Fitness though, people were eager to put in some work. Our crew spotted the first people arriving at the gym around 5 this morning. Gyms, of course, good for the body but it's often stress relief for the mind as well. Now some of the early risers today saying it was just good to be back. I could tell that everyone was very aware that it's been three weeks because there's a lot of masks, a lot of social distancing. You could tell that people were still kind of trying to, like, get back into everything. Because it has been a long time, so everyone's trying to find their groove, you know. It was definitely weird for me after three weeks trying to come back and lift. So it's worth noting, although some things are changing, others are saying the same. Churches are going to remain at their limited capacity of 25%. That's where they were in the pause. They're going to keep it that way. Bars remain closed altogether. Live in Lincoln, Brandon True at 12 News. You know what's confusing about that is a number of restaurants just use their bar area for seating. So I'm not sure what the difficulty would be in allowing people to sit at the bar just to spread people out. If I were running a restaurant... That's what I would do. That's what I would do. It's entirely up to you folks, but if I were running it, 
Juan's Cafe, Juan's Lounge, Juan's, you know, uh, whatever, Juan's Bar, Juan's Tap. I would say we're having seating at the bar just to use the area. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, now listen, there's a lot of melting going on, a lot of snow and ice. It's brought by West Fountain Auto Body. Call them today, 401-272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. If you're ever in an accident, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. It's Kenny. It's Patricia. It's your vehicle. Did someone hit your vehicle? Maybe it was damaged over the weekend from a small dent to a nearly total vehicle. You can depend on West Fountain Auto Body. So if someone hit your car or maybe a family member, their car, or someone you work with or a family member, friend, neighbor, someone you know, if their vehicle was damaged, tell them to call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. Located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence, right behind the Providence Public Safety Complex. It's West Fountain Auto Body. Now, folks, I also want to mention, and again, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 at 99.9 FM. You can always listen online. At the website, dipetro.com. <clears throat> I don't think enough is being done to uh, stand up with some of the provisions that are going on. And I'll give you a, a good example. Um, out in California, they're taking action. You know, right now in California, they, there's a movement. They're going to recall the governor there. So Governor uh, Gavin Newsom is the governor of California. And there's, you know, they're already, people are really striking back. People are uh, extremely upset with the way he's handling things, uh, especially parts of, you know, Southern California are really still on on uh, lockdown. And, and people are, are taking action. I mean, they're, they're going after... Um, they're going after the governor and they're starting a recall against the governor of California. But I don't understand why you, you don't hear anything like that. And I'm not talking about people. I want to be very clear. I, I, um, I think that any opposition that's going to go, it, it has to be led by the opposing party. If you don't have the opposing party, in this case it would be the Rhode Island, um, the Rhode Island GOP. <clears throat> if you don't have that, then I'm just I'm not sure who else is supposed to be doing it now. Especially the California governor Gavin Newsom will quarantine after coming into contact with a staff who tested positive. So first you had Governor Amundo doing that, but the pushback against him is far more severe. So last month, the governor of California quarantined for 14 days. Three of his children were exposed uh, to a California Highway Patrol officer later tested positive. Classmate of one of his kids' private schools also tested positive. Um, most of California is currently under a stay-at-home order as the cases skyrocket. More than 1.8 million people statewide have tested positive. 17,000 people are currently hospitalized. But folks... My point is, with Governor Newsom of California, there's major pushback against him. Now, someone may say, "Well, what you know?" Uh, at twelve forty-five, what what am I? You know, what do I? What am I talking about? Well, I just don't understand why. Are in in um, in Rhode Island, <clears throat> we've had some people that said they want to impeach Governor Raimondo. Well. Rhode Island, we we don't have there's no impeachment clause. If you wanted to get rid of um, Governor Raimondo, what you'd have to do is have a recall. But it would have to be that she has to be basically convicted of a crime. Then you could start a recall movement. What I wonder is how many people would be interested in that? But to a larger point, I don't understand why the Republican Party isn't at least tossing it out there and making it a news item 
and saying we want to introduce legislation that you can recall a sitting public official who's wildly unpopular. Right now, you know, Governor Raimondo would have to be convicted of a crime. Now, folks, if you keep appointing people to the bench, what are the odds then that she, even if she did commit a crime, what are the odds she'd ever be convicted of a crime? Now, California gives you the, you know, the opening. The L.A. Times story, the pandemic fuels long shot recall effort against Governor Gavin Newsom. But the, 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 that's gaining steam. Among the many catchphrases coined by the governor during his briefings during this whole thing is trend, trend lines before they become headlines. Or a, a reminder that warning signs often appear long before things reach a crisis point. So he has consistently said trend lines before they become headlines. It's an observation that could apply to his political fortune. As he goes through this unparalleled crisis, he finds himself staring at the most unexpected trend lines, the very real chance of a special statewide election in 2021 in which voters could remove him from office. Only once has a California governor faced recall, the 2003 election that cut short Governor Gray Davis. By most measures, the current circumstances make for an ill-fitting comparison. Where Davis had narrowly won re-election and was wildly unpopular, Newsom won in 2018, the largest uh, margin in modern history, has maintained a strong job approval rating. But the reaction of recent events has caught him and his party by surprise. So you have the sharp rise in COVID and they've closed businesses, limited family faith traditions, overnight curfews. He's also caved to the teachers unions. And close the schools. But my point is, I just don't know why we're not hearing anything of, you know, someone saying we're going to have a press conference and we want to introduce legislation that if Rhode Island is unhappy with whoever a public official is, that they could start a recall movement and just change the law. Remember, this could all be changed. Change it to a recall movement as opposed to right now. The person has to be convicted of a crime. So now this is a, a real problem. It's a real problem for this for the governor of California because right now, um, it, it's getting you know all you need is signatures to get it on the ballot, and then it just starts to go into motion. So and and there's a lot of pushback against him, a lot of pushback against him because of. Kind of, you know, the way that there's been pushback against Governor Raimondo. What, what's missing, though, is you can't impeach Governor Raimondo. But there could be the law change. Now, I think right now, while, while people, it's hot. Like, to me, someone was asking me different questions about, do you think this could happen? Do you think that could happen? And, folks, now, yesterday, I, like many of you, I watched the Patriots game. And I know some people aren't watching the NFL, but... <clears throat> I'm I'm never not going to watch the NFL. Uh, I'm so glad they're playing. At least it's some sense of normalcy. Um, I love the NFL. It's my favorite sport. And I, I know that there are some that take the kneel. But most of the players that I see seemingly stand. Uh, but someone was saying, I don't watch them anymore. Well, then don't. But I, I can't imagine trying to get through the fall and the winter without watching football. I I, I will be the last person watching. I don't care what happens. I'm watching football. Uh, you know, everyone has rights. I have rights. And no one will take that away from me. I don't care if people, other people don't want to watch it. I just question how much of a fan you really were. I love football. It's my favorite sport to watch. But anyhow, whenever there's a play, for instance, yesterday, it looked like Cam Newton had fumbled the ball. They go right away. They chat. Well, I don't know if they even named the challenge, but they found out that, um, when the ball was stripped, it actually hit someone, and then it went. The person that was out of bounds that it that it hit. My point is, you you have to challenge right there in the moment. It's not like they challenge later on. I want to be very clear that I think there's several things that this is the moment that you have to get people riled, get their attention, get them motivated. Um, 
I will I will never understand why that you know no one no one that I know if they want to be honest about it really believes we had an honest election here in Rhode Island, right? Five hundred and twenty thousand people. I mean, I don't believe that. Uh Nellie will be a secretary of state, she's gonna run for governor. That's how she feels about the voting list. Her chief of staff, he's running for mayor of Providence. He feels that good about the voting list. This fraud there, it begins and ends with the voting list. It begins and ends with who's registered to vote, who remains on the voting rolls. Um, but the General Assembly, you know, when do you raise your hand that there's a problem, right? I mean, they are they're approaching that this is going to be done like – It'd be like throwing the red, you know, they have the red thing in their sock. It's like throwing the challenge when there's two minutes left in the fourth quarter or even as the clock is running. Like, what? why isn't it, why aren't they challenging, like, right now? And I mean, like, right now, not yesterday. Um, they have to do it immediately. I don't know why it wasn't done. But with everyone upset over the way the vote total has gone and so many questions about it, I just don't know why they're not being more vocal to try to capture people's attention. People are angry right now. Uh, On January 6th, as President Trump is telling people to come into Washington, and there are people that will go, you can't ignore that. Those are people that are very motivated. uh, They're active. That, That is the type of energy you need to get attention at the state house, the state house is not welcoming. They're not going to have traditional hearings. Um, so, to answer the question, I, I think that the window for doing anything I, it could be closed. I know people don't want to hear that, but I think you have to make more noise. I didn't say it's easy, but you, you have to make more noise about the process that we just went through, or it's going to become the norm. It is. Hey, folks, I want to remind you about our friends at Competition Shooting Supply. Stop it and see John Francis. Gift certificates make a great gift for the firearm enthusiasts on your list. Competition Shooting Supplies, 435 Benefit Street, Pawtucket. You can call them at 727-1716, 727-1716. Competition Shooting Supplies, firearms, ammunition, accessories, and more. Competition Shooting supplies. 727-1716. Call John Francis. Folks, again, uh, very disappointing news about Bill Barr. And I'm not exactly sure, um, you know, something needs to be done. We know. How about, uh, <laughs> I love this, Bill de Blasio, the mayor of New York, right? Th- this this highlights what the progressives are all about. Keep in mind, everyone at the Rhode Island State House, the progressives, this is who they worship. Listen to this mindset. Here we go. That was bad news, but let's turn to good news now. Let's turn to the things that we can do, because we do take care of our own people here in New York City. And we are now, thank God, dealing with uh, a good reality. We're, we're, we're in a new era because the vaccine is here. And everywhere I go in New York City, I talk to people about the fact that the vaccine is here, and that's really lifting spirits and it's giving people hope. So now it's time to focus on how we turn the page on the coronavirus, how we make 2021 a much better year. And that begins with what we need to do for our children. Uh, for so many of us, this is our heart, how we help our children. How we Hold on. I apologize, folks. I want to get to the... Um part where he starts saying he wants to start the redistribution of wealth. Here we go. We need to profoundly change the distribution of resources. Uh, I like to say very bluntly, our mission is to redistribute wealth. A lot of people bristle at that phrase. That is, in fact, the phrase we need to use. We have been doing this work for seven years to more equitably redistribute resources throughout our school system. Now, unless something is done, someone that believes what he believes will become the governor of Rhode Island. It's also a story in the Boston Globe I want to draw your attention to. 
and this is wildly important. And again, folks, good afternoon at twelve at uh, twelve fifty six. It's John DePietro, AM thirteen eighty ninety nine point nine FM. Good afternoon to everybody tuning in on Facebook Live. Good. Stop by Browns Pastry Gourmet. Latino leaders call for vaccinating um, people of color and Latinos first. Make them the priority for the the COVID vaccine. So what does that mean? It means if you're white, Secretary of State Nelly Gorbia, Providence Mayor Jorge Alorza, Central Falls Mayor, 24 other state local officials sent a letter to Governor Mundo on Friday saying that they feel people of color and Latino people should get the vaccine first. And basically in the letter, let's just spell it out. They're saying white people should only get the vaccine after black people and Latino people get it. Folks, how does that sit with you? Does anyone want to explain to me why that's fair? State officials have not caved into that. This whole business that the virus disproportionate toll Latino and black Rhode Islanders, well, I thought they identified a big part of the problem is the Latino uh, Spanish television radio station were not broadcasting Governor Mundo's message. They weren't carrying it. They should have been carrying it, but they weren't carrying it. And now they're talking about that they should get it over you. I have a problem with that. Um, I'm just wondering, this is all again about votes. Notice these people are going to dominate the conversation. Something has to be done to call them out. You think of your especially someone older, vulnerable, and they're in a nursing home or wherever. So someone, and let's let's just call it exactly out. So illegal aliens in Providence and Central Falls. So the, the feeling of people like Nellie Gorbia and Providence Mayor Jorge Alorza, illegal aliens should get the, the vaccine before you do. Illegal aliens should get the vaccine before I do. Who else? Why isn't anyone speaking out about that? Other than, obviously, I'll be the first one to speak out about it. Something needs to be done about that. I am against that. doesn't make you a racist. But there's no evidence to show me they should get it ahead of us. Now, folks, good afternoon. It's Sean DePietro on this Monday, 1259. Now, coming up, we're going to break for the 1 o'clock news next hour. We have another full hour to go. Governor Mundo press briefing is tomorrow. We have another full hour to go. Justin Katz is going to join me. Our segment, Politics This Week. And uh, he's the managing editor. WNRI, Woonsocket. W236CW, W260DC. WNRI.